0: I'm Jason Cipriani with Jason Perlow. This is Jason Squared. And today we're going to talk about iOS 13 and Android 10 and the things that scare us the most about both operating systems. Jason, let's start with iOS 13. It's been a rocky start.
1: Well, you know, it was a long rocky beta period for iOS 13 to begin with. There was so many things that were broken well until the end of, of, you know, the final public betas that we thought right within two weeks, a week within the the release of the iPhone 11 series. So, you know, uh, I don't know when the last time I saw such a rocky looking beta. I mean, 10 was messed up. Uh, you know, seven was messed up. You know, a bunch of them were messed up. It seems like every other one, we kind of have a lousy beta period because they try to add too many fixes, too many new features all at once. And, you know, there you go. Plus, of course, we have the entire iPad OS, iOS divorce that's occurring where they're. it seems like they're maintaining separate code bases now. Yeah, there's a lot of shared
0: there, but they're definitely forking it to still an Android they, to, they, they're going they, in their own direction. They,
1: they, there's some shared core teams, but there's also some divergent stuff going on also. So it's still buggy and very much a resource hog. Now the current generation iPhones, um, you know, it was uh, before I had my, my, my iPhone 11 Pro, I was using a, a, uh, a 10S Max, which I believe, I don't know if it was a four gig machine or if it was a three gig machine. I believe it was three. It was a three and it felt quite resource constrained um my wife's um x10r uh, also felt resource constrained um i don't have to say xr anymore but 10r was resource constrained i still feel with the 11 and the 11 pro max uh that we have some resource constraints especially if you have a lot of apps open at once specifically. i tend to usually have you know the camera app open instagram facebook uh you know the the, the gallery twitter uh, Outlook open at the same time, so that that can tend to push the memory capabilities of at least the 10S Max's capabilities, um, and death, and I believe so that the, the 11 Pro Max's capabilities as well. Um, and I just find myself having to close stuff out that I'm not using. It's it's not as I wish. I honestly wish iOS was a bit more proactive about quiescing applications you're not you're not using. You know, it would it, it would help a little bit more with memory to have a better memory management there as well, but quite frankly, Android stinks with that as well. So, I mean, they both, they're both not great in that regard. Well, see,
0: and it's interesting because I've never felt like my iPhone or iPad Pro, for that matter, hasn't had enough memory or RAM. Um, so, what, what exactly is going on when you, you know, run into that hurdle? Is it just apps aren't launching fast enough, or what's going on there?
1: Well, it could be also just the general buggingness of the operating system, you know, managing t- tasking and, and resources. Um, And it could be also maybe they're not flushing out uh, the cache quickly enough. There's there's a lot of things that happen at the kernel level in an operating system that can be funky, uh, you know, that they tend to tweak for specific chipsets and things like that. Um, You know, also we're dealing with with screens that have much higher resolutions than previous generations. um, And some apps may not be optimizing correctly for for some of the new things that iOS 13 does. quite frankly I think there's a lot of apps that didn't optimize correctly for 12 and they were still out in the wild so you know that's that's another thing so I, yeah, I think the Facebook the, the, app
0: still doesn't support full screen on iPad Pro like it no doesn't it doesn't split screen stinks. or slide over I know that's a hard requirement coming I think in February or March of next year they pushed it out it was supposed to be the launch of iOS 13 but as with a ton of other stuff they pushed out a lot of features from the launch of iOS like messages uh on airpods you know have siri read your incoming messages that's nowhere to be found catalina launched this week which is the new mac os shared icloud folders they pushed that back to sometime in the spring of next year like so i agree with you the beta process of ios 13 was horrible i would still say ios 13.1 point Two, because there have been four updates in the two weeks, three weeks that iOS 13 has been available, is still not great. I, I can't use the mail app. I've had to switch to Outlook permanently, and I was a fan of the Apple's mail app. I used it all the time. I had a good routine down with it, but I can't use it at all.
1: You no, know, it, it's, it's it's for a lot of people. It's unusable. There's a lot of core applications that, quite frankly, um, are broken. Uh, you know, there's I've, I've been hearing about you know a lot of a lot of the core apps. Uh, mail messages, Face ID, hammer flashlight, uh, battery life remains problematic for a lot of people. And I know actually, there's quite a few people that went through the upgrade process and it bricked their it bricked their phones. So that's
0: uh, not kind of good either. Yeah, I I had good luck. I didn't have any issues. I do have I do know of someone who cannot upgrade any of his phones or tablets. It says that the uh, firmware file is invalid, which oh boy shouldn't be a problem right now. Like we and At the core of this though, and you and I have talked about this, it's Apple trying to do too much, right? It has to be trying to cram as much into an operating system update too fast and setting a schedule for themselves. They announce in June, they release in September. Instead of saying, all right, here are all the features that are coming out to iOS 13, iOS 14, but over the course of a year, they're saying everything is there on launch date. And then they For the past few years they've had to step back and say well that'll come a little bit later and point one or point two is when they release it Um, but also underlying there's multiple operating systems within ios you know the new ar glasses all the code is in our iphone right now to manage and control the ar glasses that they haven't even announced you know there's a lot of stuff going on and apple's really grown from where iphone os was pretty straightforward and one thing to manage to a lot of components here, and I think that's leading to a lot of the issues.
1: Yeah, and, and there's some other things that are concerning me, such as, you know, third-party wireless charger performance ap- uh, appears to be degraded from 7.5 watts to 5 with a lot of OEM uh, products, and Apple even sent out an advisory about that. So, so that, that's, that's a bummer.
0: That's specific to uh, pads that Apple is certified? Is, did I, am I recalling that right, or is that, was it different than that? Like, what so is it
1: cost? Cause- it, it may be uncertified, but it, but it, but that's a but the, that's a lot of stuff out in the wild, you know. So that it's having for that certification
0: and to not have an advisory to let people know that you're going to slow down their wireless charger that at one point was charging at this speed and is now charging at that speed that's not that's not okay. Um, so there's a lot of stuff in iOS 13 that's questionable. A lot of stuff that's scary. What about Android 10, Google's latest operating system?
1: Well, I mean, uh, I mean, if you think iOS 13 is scary, Android 10 is even scarier. I mean, first of all, it is incredibly buggy, resource hog. I mean, I, I complain about the resource utilization in iOS 13, but Android's bugginess and resource utilization is gets worse and worse every single year, and. <laughs> If you own a, a, an Android device that is memory constrained to begin with, I mean, Android is a very memory-intensive operating system, and it wants to use all the memory you have. It basically says, "Oh, you have eight gigabytes? Oh, you have 12? Oh, let's use it as cache for for the for the VM management." And that's why you know you see the the top-end Samsungs uh, with 12 gigabytes of RAM, um, or a lot of the Chinese ones have eight gigabytes of RAM. um the pixel 3 only has four and i will tell you that whenever you use um you know like like something that uses the storage system or or the camera where you are you know your users which are you know you know 10 megabytes a piece or 20 megabytes a piece in 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 fast clips you know you start committing all these things to memory then it has to write it back down to storage you start chunking especially you've got facebook running if you've got instagram if you've got you know, the Microsoft applications running in the background. I have multiple Microsoft applications running background. I run Teams, I run Outlook, yeah. um and Gmail and all these other things, sync processes. Um you'll run out of you're gonna run out of memory on a four gigabyte device very quickly. Now the Pixel 4 is only gonna have six gigabytes of RAM, which really concerns me. I mean I know that Android 10 has memory compression, but still. It's, it's gonna be, it's going to be the, a very expensive flagship phone that's memory constrained, and that, and that really kind of bothers me. The other thing that's super scary is the company is not very proactive about monitoring and maintaining its developer ecosystem within play. There is just way too many old crusty apps that have been around you know for, I don't know, since 2012, 2013, that have not been updated to the newer APIs. They're talking to older APIs. Um, I don't know why, google doesn't throw apis out in the bathwater like like apple does and says you know what you better conform to the new apis by this date or we're throwing you out they don't do that
0: no they don't and they should you know the other day i i don't remember what it was but i was searching for a niche app that i needed for a specific task and whenever you do that in the play store you go down this giant rabbit hole of apps that have not been updated in the last five to six years And you'll have reviews that are from a week ago saying it works, but needs updated or it works, but this doesn't work. You know, and there's various aspects of it. And for all the heck that we give Apple uh, for curating the app store for kicking apps out, I've had apps kicked out of the app store because I didn't update it for new APIs. I, Apple calls you on the phone and says, hey, are you gonna update this app? Yep. If so, here's your deadline. If not, we're removing it for you or you could remove it yourself. I've had to do that for three apps that I built years ago when I thought about being a developer. And I appreciate them for that because I know if I find an app in the App Store, it should at least be somewhat current and yes. work for the most part. In the Play Store, it's like the Wild West. Not only do you not know if apps are going to work that are older that haven't been updated in a while, but it seems like every other week, every week we hear about new malware apps that have been Oh, used-
1: forget the malware. I mean it, and A exploits just so many. It it, it, it's, it, it it's 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 re- that's what's really scary is that you yeah. don't know. Yeah. like one of the reasons why, you know, my mother in law, she had an Android for a couple of years, she broke it and it came time for her to get a new phone. I'm like, you know, mom, maybe we should get you an iPhone eight. You know, it's it's stable, it works, you know, Rachel and I both you it works exactly the same operating system that we're using if you get an Android I don't know which version of the Android it's gonna be I don't know whose vendor it's gonna be but she wanted she didn't want to move she ended up going with it with a moto with the moto g7 which is a great phone but you know again it's still subject to the same problems in the Play Store as every other vendor. the $200 phone is just as as much as vulnerable as the thousand dollar you know Samsung yeah
0: you know I, I think at the end of the day the conversation comes down to Google should take back Android. It's impossible for them to do, but they need to take back Android, make it private, or at least very, very tightly curate the licenses that they give to companies and strictly mandate updates. You know, right now, Android 10 rolled out, you know, a month ago now, a little over a month ago, six weeks ago and Samsung's latest phones don't have Android 10. Now, you could say, but they've still received monthly updates with security patches, that's fine. But there's a lot of security vulnerabilities that have been found in Android nine or eight, whatever that device is on, that have been fixed in Android 10, that still aren't there. There's two different aspects to those updates. Features, cool. It's the security aspect and the routine updates and the lack of support. Yeah. Down the line.
1: So, I mean, I'm looking at a chart here, you know, and I, and I think you're looking at the same chart here. The data which was collected over, you know, on May 17, May 7th, of 2019, uh, the predominant, uh, you know, versions out there include marshmallow, nougat, and Oreo. Uh, and a very small amount have pie, which is version nine. Uh, and there's still, there's still lollipop and Kit Kats out there and, and ice cream sandwich, which I, I cannot believe. So yeah, those
0: are all older versions of Android, and we're not talking a year or two. We're talking five, six years. We're technically on Android Q now. That's what yeah. Android 10 is. And you're talking about Android, you know, K, Android yeah. G.
1: Yeah.
0: And it goes in order of the alphabet. These are years ago uh, versions of Android that are still out there, still active. Whereas Apple has, you know, 80, 90% iOS adoption rate, which is, you know, great. And they can roll out updates as fast as they want. Yeah,
1: so, I, 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 like I said, I don't know how they can fix this problem. It's kind of one of the reasons why I'm looking forward to Microsoft yeah. coming out with a device, because this is a company that has excellent discipline with maintaining operating systems. Well, so, but it's
0: I, also Android, so, you know, I think there's only one company that updates security bulletins the same day as Google, and that's essential on the three-year-old yeah. phone. Are we going to see the same update cadence for Microsoft on an Android device?
1: I don't know. I mean, I certainly hope so. I think Microsoft has good discipline when maintaining operating systems on their own platforms. Um, you know, they're good. They, I don't know how good their relationship is going to be with Google going forward long term, as a platform vendor. I mean, that's why I think they should have their own app store and they should maintain their own, their own, their own reliance and own ecosystem for Android. Um, they may have to fork it going forward to keep the maintain it uh, properly.
0: That's a risky, risky bet to place because then you lose Google certification and all of that. Yeah, uh, that comes along with staying with the, you know, the main branch. Um, Well, I think that's a good place to stop, Jason. We covered a lot of ground, a lot of scary stuff in both iOS 13 and Android 10. Once again, I'm Jason Cipriani,
1: and I'm Jason Perlow.
0: Make sure to join us at zdnet.com for more videos like this as well as great articles.